You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Because now I'm freaked out both inside the house, because this is reminding <laughs> me of everything else that's gone on in there. And by the way, I felt weird in there. I don't know if it's all in my head or not. But on top of that, the stuff that's happening outside the house, I swear I'm not I'm so not have, making that up. You have like no safe spot anymore. There's basically. no safe spot. No, outside you're being tormented, no. inside you're being tormented. Yes. Yes, the same is basically in my head. That's pretty much what it is. It's I'm telling you, it I don't know. I think the guy's back. I think the guy may be messing with me now. I'm what? a little bit uncomfortable. The crazy guy that was yelling? The guy that called me fuckstick yesterday. <laughs> Hello, everyone. You are a fuckstick, Greg. This, <laughs> gotta stop using that word. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. So you think you're being stalked by the crazy guy who was hanging I'll, out on the corner calling you fuckstick. Okay, I'll, I'll explain, I'll <laughs> Which explain that. still makes me laugh. I'm to, okay, there's two things. Later. There's two things. I'll explain that here in a minute. Before we get to that, though, uh, because that, that did kind of unnerve me. I double-checked all the locks on the doors and the alarm system and all that stuff last night. Um, but uh, we, we need to talk about something else because tomorrow – is a very special day for Fun Employment Radio. It sure is, Craig. Fun Employment Radio fans, listeners, people all around the world, because tomorrow is the release of Nightmare at Nibblers. Yes, oh the full video ghost investigation of my house that happened uh, just a little bit before Halloween is finally up. It's ready. It's going to be released online for sale tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pacific time. You can go to buy it at funemploymentradio.com slash store. It's not going to be there right now if you're listening live at 1 p.m. on uh, February 12th, 2015, 9 a.m. February 13th, 2015, then it will be there. And so funemploymentradio.com slash store. You can also go to Facebook right now, our, our uh, site on Facebook, facebook.com slash funemploymentradio, where you'll be able to see the trailer to the video as well. So the trailer is up. The on trailer there. is amazing. So again, thanks to Derek Lemaire uh, for not only making Nightmare at Nibblers, but also making us a trailer too. Yes, which is so fancy. The trailer is pretty. The, the trailer is pretty awesome. It the is. I have is, a little. I have it. There, there's some of it that doesn't have audio though, because it's like the you know the um, foreboding, like you know like pictures of the house and yeah. He happening. did a very good job of putting that together, and it kind of freaks me out just watching that. I guess you could play just a little bit of it. Right, I'll play. Yeah, I'll play. It a little won't bit make at a whole. Beginning. Won't make a whole lot of sense until you go to Bug Greg, and he's going to give us a walkthrough of the locations. Of the that's Aaron Duran. I think people can tell. Nope. <laughs> or he's just going to run away. All right. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to my house. <laughs> and then you proceed to get to see the inside of my house. <laughs> if I believe in ghosts, this is your nightmare, literally. It is. Yeah, <laughs> all around. I really can't explain. And then she jumped on me and started choking me. Wow. And at that point, I, I'm like, I couldn't breathe. And that's I, an aggressive entity. That's not just a... Yeah. And this was right after I moved in. or a memory. This is when I first moved into the house. <laughs> that's just uh, Against his better judgment. If there is something there, I want to leave it alone, and I don't want to bother it. If there's not something, then that means that I'm crazy. So I'd rather not find out the answer to either of those things. And then there are lots of creepy video, <laughs> yeah, creepy yeah. Long shots. It is. Uh, I will say this: Derek has done a fantastic job putting it together, and 
you know, behind the scenes, we've we've invested some money in uh, getting this thing done. So mm. I, we're very excited. It, I think this could be the start of a whole bunch of new things. But yes, Nightmare at Nibblers available on video tomorrow at funemploymentradio.com slash store. So there you go. Oh, my goodness. That's it. <laughs> Ugh. All right. But the other thing that's been going on with my house. So that's happening inside your house. That's happening inside well, my house. Well, that happened inside of your house. And it's probably still – has it been active at all? There's – I don't know if it's in you my s- head or not. Okay, Greg. You seem a little nutty today, though. Did you? Was there something – and Greg and I haven't spoken about this, by the way. This no. is me just asking him right now. Uh, I don't know. There's. Uh, Come on, fuckstick. Tell me. Stop calling me that. For people who are listening to the show for the first time, they do not understand that reference. That was from yesterday's show. I will explain that. That guy is tormenting me, I think. I don't know for sure. This is – we're talking about the inside of the house. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's been some odd things. There, there, Just a couple of odd things. I don't know. Maybe it's in my head. I was woken up in the middle of the night last night because something fell off of my couch. Uh, I have like a futon up there. It's kind of like a couch. It fell living off room of area. your futon? Yeah. yeah. That's, it's not – to be clear, so I live in the converted attic, which is an upstairs. It's a very big room, so I kind of have like a my own little like living room set up up there. You'll see it on the video if you watch the video. There's a, there's a futon up there and uh, some – yeah, something fell off of it. I, I don't know. It was really it was really oddly like timed. a big something or a small something something that uh, could have fallen off. Like in the middle of the night, where it just all of a sudden it fell down to the ground, and I and it seems way too big to accidentally fall down. There's nobody else up there, and it woke me up, and I woke up, and I just I woke up like in a startle, and I sat up in bed, and I looked over I've there. I've seen you when you've fallen asleep when you're working before, and you always wake up like Ugh! oh, I'm always startled. Ugh! I'm very startled. Yes. Very startled. Very, very startled. Flaily. Yes. And that's, that's kind of how I woke up. So I woke up, uh, shockingly, uh, ladies, I was sleeping by myself, too, just so, you, <laughs> just so you're aware of that. And that is uh, shocking, Greg. Shocking information. Shocked. And yeah, I woke up really freaked out because that, that's how I wake up if anything, any kind of noise. I'm a very light sleeper, generally. And I just like looked over there and I'm like, huh? And then I realized, oh, wait a minute. Nope. Nothing should have fallen off over there. That shouldn't be a noise. And uh, so I just went back to sleep and I just pretended it didn't happen. So your futon's like near the coffee table thing. Did it like hit the coffee table? Did it like have forward momentum or did it just kind of fall off? Uh, you know, I didn't do a whole lot of investigating because it really bothered me. It, it sounded heavy. I think it was my computer bag that came off, which is obviously not something. That would just kind of yeah. fall off. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was anyway. Uh, whatever. All right. So that's hap- that was that what was, was happening that inside, was inside the house. Inside your house, maybe inside your head. That was on I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It was It was very <laughs> – I can always I tell like when it. you're nervous when you start repeating <clears throat> yourself too. I don't know. 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 I didn't like it. To be honest, I didn't like it. I didn't even want to talk about it. But that's – yeah, I don't know. This whole thing is bringing back very bad memories. The Nightmare at Nibblers, the video that's coming up because now I've been watching it and now it's like messing with me. Anyway, the other thing that's messing with me now, this is why I have no safety at home. I have no no place of rest. No, no place where I can, your I can place, relax. Your home is a place of unrest, both inside <laughs> and outside. It's a nice house, but I don't know. There's just things. So yesterday I spoke about this where there was a, a crazy man outside of my house. Literally, there really was a crazy man walking up and down the street um, yelling random profanities. And I described this in detail yesterday and to where finally I heard him out on the corner of uh, of my house because I live on a corner, corner lot and – 
I walked out there, and the man was yelling at the car. I believe it was he was, get this piece of shit out of here. <laughs> yelling at the sky. Yelling, yelling across the, the street. And I walked out, and he saw me and, like, really quickly, like, sensed me and spun around and looked at me and just said, sorry about that fuck stick. And then walked on down the street. <laughs> I walked away. He apologized and said, sorry about that fuck stick to me. All this, all this is on the show Sorry about that comma yesterday. fuck stick? Yes. <laughs> Exclamation point. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, so all that's described in detail yesterday. Thank you, Greg. So, I, I just want to thank you so much for giving me my new favorite word ever. Fuckstick is the best thing ever. I know I must have heard it before, but for some reason I'd never heard it heard it quite in this context, and it yeah. just makes me love it so much more. Well, that's that's what he said. All right, what else did he say, fuckstick? Stop. <laughs> that's enough. That's enough. I'm going to start muting you. He has a serious you. face. I am going to mute he you. He has a serious face on. All right, so that <laughs> happened. But then last night... Uh, it just so happened, you know, uh, the roommates were out and I was kind of sitting at home. So I'm like, all right, well, you know, I'll Greg, relax in the living room. what were you doing room. when you were sitting at home? I was working for a while. And then I played the pirate game. I played the pirate game for a little bit. I did play it. I, I did. I did play How the long game. is a little bit? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. Who who keeps track of time? So I, I played it for a little bit. I think everybody keeps track of time. Nah, who knows? Well, anyway, I was sitting in the living room there by myself. And um, I'm not making this up. I really did. I heard some more yelling outside. Didn't know if it was that guy or not. So uh-huh. I just kind of ignored it. And about probably, I don't know. I don't know what time it was. I was because in the middle. Because t- time has ceased to exist time while you're playing exist. the pirate game. I was beating, I beat, I beat a, uh, a big level. Sarah, I actually took down a... Um, a fortress, if you will, in the video game. I Wait, was playing so Assassin's Creed 4. So anyway, I was, was doing one that. one of the things that like Aaron was talking to you about where like you get the different levels, you get to conquer places, and then like design your own ship and stuff? Yes. Okay. Pretty much. Well, you don't design your own ship. You get to build your oh ship Oh my up. gosh, I'm so sorry, Greg. I misspoke. Yes. How dare I? So that's what I was doing. I, okay. was, I was playing my pirate game, but, you know, trying to relax, take my mind off the things. And so I, I could hear some yelling outside. I generally choose to ignore a lot of the yelling unless it sounds like it's something violent because I get a lot of people I'm in an area of town where there's there's a lot of yellers mm-hmm. you know I'm on one of the main bike paths which most they're, they're people getting are. pushed out from uh, from like closer in southeast and as they're getting pushed out on their journey through this now methy Oregon trail it's kind of going down in front of your house oh yeah no they're I mean being, it's they're being pushed out that direction it's it's very yelly out there so mm-hmm. I, I <laughs> usually <very> <laughs> <laughs> wait until it's near me or if I think someone's in danger then you know then I'll go out but I'm like, ah, random guy yelling at cars or traffic or bicyclists yelling at someone. Or the moon. Or whatever. You know, that just kind of happens. Mm. So that that was going on. I was like, eh, I'm going to choose to ignore that. And then right out in front of my house, somebody had parked. And it wasn't me or or wasn't myself or one of my roommate's cars. Uh, all of a sudden, car alarm started going off of this car that was parked in front of my house. Uh-oh. I live, you know, in a busy neighborhood. But at the same time, I'm like, huh, that usually doesn't happen. And we did have some break-ins a couple of weeks ago because I, I talked about that where the neighbor's car got broken into and then somebody <gasps> else who had a And car that's park. when you answered the door in your towel with the lady cop. Yeah, when I was talking to the hot blonde cop. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and she – yeah, well, I was half naked. Yeah, so anyway, so that's happened a couple of weeks ago. So I, I, I did the – I did the go outside on my front porch thing. This is how I peruse things. You did it again now, yesterday? Well, okay. So here's the thing about what my front porch. What have you learned? Yet the day before, you go outside, a crazy person sees you, sees where you live, where you live, calls you fuckstick, <laughs> and then you do the same exact thing again the next day? Well, but here's the thing, though. See, I went out there, 
and, and the, the way my front porch works is, you know, it gives me kind of a kind of a elevated height, like a oh pulpit to look God. down upon people. You so totally I look more. In, your I look more intimidating because I'm up there and I'm like I'm way above everybody else, and so I can look down and like peruse things and check out. It's like my watchtower. Basically, that's what it is. It's my watchtower. That's what I'm going to name that from now on. So I went out to the watchtower, which is my front porch, and I was like, well, what's going on around here? What's happening here? And so I give it a give it a good gander. You know, I got a good good. Did you put your hand above your eyes as you looked over your? The street light was a little bright. I may have put my hand up a little oh bit, God, trying Craig. to see what's going on. And I looked at the car, and it was actually parked right in front of my house. No one around. No one around. But the alarm's going off. The alarm's going off. And I went out there. I was pretty quick on it. As soon as that alarm was going off, I'm like, "What's going on? What's happening out there?" You actually paused your pirate game. Yes, yes, I did. I did press pause on the pirate game. Somebody in the chat or not in the chat, on Facebook actually posted, I can't remember who it was, posted the video of the Rob Lowe and then the paranoid Rob Lowe one. Yeah. And said that we're both like that one. I, I am kind of like the paranoid Rob Lowe. You are. Every time I see that one, it's exactly you. I think we've talked about this before. What are you, you up to? I know. What are they up to back there? <laughs> that is you. That is you. Yeah, that's kind of it. 100%. So I went out to my watchtower. Which we've established now oh my is my God, front stop porch. Stop calling your porch your watchtower. I'm out on the watchtower and I'm looking around, and there, the alarm's going off on this car right in front of my house, and there's nobody around. So I'm like, "Well, that's okay. That's weird that there's nobody around to have set it off. It's parked next to other cars. Other cars' alarms aren't going off." I looked at the vehicle to see if like anything was like, like from from my watchtower, of course, my the safety. God. I was looking down to see if there's any like smashed glass, and there wasn't any smashed glass. So it's like, well, that's really odd. That's odd that it would just go off by itself. There's no other traffic, no other cars going off. Weird. So I watched it for a while, and I was like, well, all right, I'm going to go back in now because that's just odd, and hopefully it'll go off. Took another, I don't know. It went off for for at least two or three minutes before finally it went off. I don't know whether the owner came back or whatever happened. Or Maybe they were next door getting their meth or something. And they didn't want to be interrupted. Uh, maybe. Well, that's a whole other thing. That's the next door meth head neighbors. But mm-hmm. I haven't seen them for a little while. So, but here's the thing. So this is where it got a little bit weird. Okay. So, and I, I kid you not, this this is what happened. So I, I sat down. I started playing the game again. Time went by. I don't know. So much time went by. Probably Keep a couple in mind, hours. Not drinking or anything like that. You know, I'm just playing my game. And maybe, that's your drug. Well, you're doing your drug. That is my drug. Yeah, I didn't yeah, need so it. So you were else. doing drugs. I had no need for anything else. You yeah, were doing my, drugs my, at your house. My drug is playing the pirate game. Yep. That is, yeah, I was high on pirates. So you were totally high. Totally buzzed on pirate game. Mm-hmm. When I have the back porch, but uh, back porch, uh, like my my backyard is all enclosed and everything like that. So it's it's fenced off, and. Uh, you know, we, I think we had some some recycling out there. Sometimes we we put like the glass bottles out there before we recycle. Mm-hmm. You know, because you don't want them in the house. Before you we'll, bring them out to the street, yeah, and then we'll take them out to the street for recycling. And I'm sitting there in the living room now. The only the only other living things in the house are my su- or it's me, the dog, and the cat. And so it's, the, <laughs> it's a wild and crazy night. <laughs> Here's how wild and crazy a night it was. Yeah, and once again, ladies, here you go. <laughs> I got three couches. I was on one couch. The dog was on another one. The cat was on one. So it's, you know. You each had your couches. Yeah, it's like I had friends hanging out with me. So I was down I, there. I think that's the saddest thing you've ever <laughs> said. <laughs> I'm hanging out with my friends. It's kind of getting sad is what own... somebody said in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> we each had our own couches to be able to hang out on. <laughs> I do have to say, your house full of animals, though, they are really fun to hang out with. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah no, they're my buddies. A three-legged cat and Lily, who's just adorable. Yeah, and dog. worthless as a guard dog. Well, she sounds... 
She sounds good, but if there's somebody, I think if there's nobody there, she would do something. But yeah, she doesn't do any. When when I'm there, she's like, oh no, well now it's your job. Yeah, I don't think that she would do it. I mean, she would totally do something if you try to get into Greg's house. Yes. Oh, right, absolutely, Greg? she yes. would. Yes. <laughs> so would the alarm system. So anyway, <laughs> uh, on the back porch, I hear, and it was really distinct because uh, I know what the sound is. It was a bunch of bottles. Like here, I'll try to make the like oh. that. That it was like. And your back porch is fairly small. Yes. I mean, your yard is big, but your porch is small. Yeah, the back porch is small. That's creepy. It's not like the watchtower on the Somebody was on front. your back porch? I don't know. The, the bottles fell down. It's like they fell down on, on the stairs or something. Like It was definitely a clanging of bottles. And I immediately sat up. I'm like, what the, what the fuck? Because there's nobody else home. And I was like, okay, is the roommate coming in from the back door? That would be odd. And it wasn't them. And so finally I got up. I'm like, okay, this uh, I don't know what's going on. Somebody's in my backyard. Oh, that's creepy. I've got a floodlight back there, and it had come on. So it's like a, it's usually on, but it's got like a central light that will turn on super bright. And it was on super bright. So something had triggered it. Went onto the back porch, and I, I, I walked up to the door, and I just opened it. And I'm ready to see somebody there. And I walked out. I'm like, who's there? So I, I look like a crazy person, too, just for anybody who was driving by. Mm. I'm like, who's there? Well, you want to be crazy. You don't want anyone messing no, with you. No, you got, you've got to project craziness. Yeah, you've got to protect yourself with the crazy. And that's what I was trying to do. I was, mm. like, trying to project how crazy I was, you know, because that way that and way. you must be have been, like, super crazy because you were high on your pirate drugs. High on my pirate drugs, mm-hmm. sitting there by myself, talking to animals, you know, and then I go out on the back porch, who's there? You know, that was my tough guy voice. Yeah. You know, to try to intimidate. But I looked in the backyard, and there was nobody there. Hmm. And I was, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it was a raccoon or a cat it or something. It could have been a raccoon. I mean, it's, I'm not saying that's entirely impossible, but they usually do not come up during like that early in the evening onto the back porch. And it's not like there's any food out there. It was just an empty beer, a couple of empty beer bottles. Oh, my God. So we don't store this anything This is why out there. you don't poke at the crazy on the street corner. You let the street corner the crazy person yell for a little while and let them mosey on. Now you're well, on the radar. You, you were supposed to stay off the radar. Do you think it's that guy? Do you think it's the crazy man? I don't know, Greg. Is he the one that's coming back in there? I don't know. The crazy man's not in my head, is he? Well, I think a crazy man is in your head. I don't know if... I don't know. It's starting you. to weird me out. Just two nights in a row. That is very odd. That is weird where you're starting to see people. All right, so you heard a noise on your back patio. No one there. Yeah, I mean, in Car very, alarm. very distinct noise. Like, you, there's nothing else that it could have been except for bottles falling. Do you kind of worry sometimes that you're having, like, a Tyler Durden kind of thing? I don't know. I hope not. Where you not. went out and, like, hit the car and the alarm was going off, but you really thought you were inside watching the pirate game? Oh, my God. You get that in my head, that's going to be... And then you're outside, bang, like, clanking around trying to get your recycling ready, but then you still think you're inside playing the pirate game, and it was really you making all those noises? <sighs> I'm not going to lie that I have thought about those kinds of things because nobody else saw the crazy person. The more I think about it, when I told David the uh, last night when the guy called me, called me a fuckstick, um, <laughs> you know, I came back in. I'm like, that guy just called me a fuckstick. He's like, who? Uh, I mean, he didn't, didn't really – actually didn't really acknowledge. It wasn't even just a who. Generally, he probably wouldn't care as much, though, about people yelling and screaming as long as they're not in the house. He, mm. he doesn't care. I'm more, Most people wouldn't. You don't go confront a, somebody who's standing on a street corner. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jasmine in the chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live. One of the many benefits of being a subscriber. Thank you, Dorf. Um, Jasmine says, if you don't see the crazy person, then the crazy person is you. I don't like that. It just makes sense. 
I mean, nobody else weird. did. I didn't see anyone else interact with this guy. Nobody else saw he the was crazy yelling, guy. He was yelling to no one. There wasn't anyone else there. He was yelling to no one. And then he called me, you know, sorry about that fuck stick. And then turned around and walked off. I saw him kick over a garbage can like a couple blocks down. So he could make contact. So he wasn't a ghost. I mean, he knocked over a garbage can. Unless he's like the ghost in Ghost that, you know, was able to take its powers and be able to channel it into touching things and hitting things. Or maybe this is a dream, Greg. I, no, I was wide awake while this was going on. I'm saying maybe this is right now. Oh, God, don't knock it off. Are you sure you weren't yourself on your pulpit, on your corner pulpit, calling yourself a fuckstick? <laughs> I don't know. It was pretty odd. It was pretty weird. That is weird that a car alarm goes off, there's nobody. You hear someone on your back porch, there's no one. Yep. Yet you were the only person home. Yep. With the cat and a dog, yep. each on your respective couches, playing a pirate game. Yep. All okay. correct. All accurate statements. Okay. <sighs> huh. You're getting into your head. Yeah, now it is kind of bothering me. Yeah, I know. Now I need somebody else to witness the crazy man. Well, you need to get one of your roommates, Joe. I just find it kind of suspect that you're the only person that can see it. I was the only person there when this happened last night, yeah. Huh. Damn it, now you're in my head. Now I'm thinking about this. Am I crazy? Oh, God. Well, you can find out the questions to these and more That's at Nightmare at Nibblers. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, not Nightmare at Nightmare at Nibblers, <laughs> but at funemploymentradio.com slash store. Yes. Funemploymentradio.com slash store where tomorrow. you can – tomorrow where you can pick up a copy of the uh, new release from Fun Employment Radio. Um, Sumon's asking, uh, do you actually have roommates? Are your roommates real? <laughs> or do you call... Somebody like, writes me a check. <laughs> maybe the cat is David and the dog is, uh, <laughs> is Ben. <laughs> no one's ever actually seen human roommates. I'm just like, no, that's their dog. That's their cat. Because Ben does have a dog. David does have a cat. Yes, and that's... Isn't it funny how you each sit on a separate couch? But secretly, they're... Th- <laughs> I reimagine them as people when nobody else is around. Maybe that's what you do. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to put that out of the realm of possibility, except for the fact that there's checks. So I know that. Somebody's helping pay the rent. Are you sure that you're not writing the checks to yourself? <laughs> I, I know because I know I don't have that much money. So <laughs> Maybe other Greg does. <laughs> and he's holding out on me. Oh, my God. Stop spinning me. You're spinning me. Since it is crazy right now, maybe I'll just go into a world of crazy. <laughs> you're really fun to poke at when you're feeling a little off. Mm. So next time I see Lily and Marvel, I'm just going to say, oh, hi, Ben. Hi, David. How are you guys today? <laughs> oh, you're sitting watching Greg play video games again, huh? Oh... Wow, everyone thought that I was the crazy one. I think we're proving that's not the case. Thanks, Greg. Hello, my friends. <laughs> Shockwave says, so Greg is Elijah Wood and Wilfred, if you've never seen that show. It's the yes. man who talks to his dog. Yes. That's exactly it. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome. Well, we were just in Greg's world of crazy. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. <laughs> first up. Uh, oh, wait, we were just talking about raccoons. My first story is actually about raccoons, and it's kind of disturbing. Here we go. An Asian supermarket uh, in Los Angeles has come under fire after it was discovered 
that they were selling dead raccoon meat <laughs> after a video circulated on social media showing bodies of the animals in the frozen meat section. Ew. What? They were An selling Asian them like supermarket openly in selling? Los Angeles was openly selling raccoon meat. Oh, that's gross. So a woman by the name of Christina Dow went into this, uh, went into said Asian supermarket and posted a video that she filmed in there. Uh, it's, if you're in L.A., it's the, the Metro Supermarket in the 4800 block of Temple City Boulevard. Uh, in the video, it shows frozen raccoons in plastic baggies along with packages of meat and fish. <laughs> so, wow. According to her Facebook page where she posted the video, she found seven to eight, uh, quote, freshly slaughtered raccoons inside of the supermarket free, uh, freezer. The dead raccoons were fully intact with their fur still on them. Ew. Uh, the raccoons... Had price tags on them. They were sold at uh, for nine ninety nine a pound. Ten bucks a pound. Ten bucks a pound. Dude, I got tons of raccoons around. For the raccoons, uh, one particular raccoon was sold for roughly fifty four dollars. Selling dead raccoons for fifty four dollars. Dude, I'll find you a raccoon. Give me. I'll find you a raccoon tonight. Twenty five bucks. Is this gonna be like Kenny's scrap metal thing? But yours is gonna be dead raccoons. <laughs> There's so many dead <laughs> raccoons. It'd be so easy. Well, an employee at the sitting on a gold mine. Uh, an employee at the supermarket told uh, the LA Times that the health inspectors had hauled out their supply of dead raccoons uh, yesterday. Uh, the Los Angeles County Public Health Department would not confirm whether or not they removed uh, the dead raccoons. However, it's still investigating. According to the department, though, randomly enough, a raccoon is considered a game animal under the California Health and Safety Code and could be sold, but only if it's from an, an approved source and not considered an endangered or threatened animal by the Department of Fish and Game. Yeah, that makes sense. But they're selling dead, dirty, well, here's the thing, covered though. raccoons. Where did they get them from? They probably just got them, like, baited it in the backyard and then threw them in a freezer. You totally want to start, like, a dead raccoon shop, don't you? What does it take to be certified? I don't know. This is under the California um, law. I don't know what the Oregon Health and Safety Code is. Hmm. I'm sure you can't kill raccoons and, and sell them here, Greg. I mean, I'm not saying I'm about to they go do that. They forcibly make I'm people compost their food, Greg. I'm just curious here how in it Portland. Works. Did you see that thing in Seattle where they're trying to pass a law that it's illegal to throw away food in your garbage? What do you mean? What do you do with it? Uh, you're supposed to compost everything, but like if someone, I, I just well, that's what this. you're supposed to do here too. Well, you're supposed to, but it's it, they're trying to make it illegal. How are they going to enforce that? I don't know. It's garbage snitches. I mean, that's what it would take. You think a, an actual guy who's coming around picking up the garbage, that he's going to take the time to go Maybe through your garbage? Maybe that's another side job you could do, Greg. You can be a garbage snitch. I, I don't want to be a garbage snitch. You can go through people's garbage cans and be like, ah, no, it's, there's a sandwich it's in bad here. bad enough. In the city of Portland, they raised my rates, so I, I pay an astronomical amount for garbage, but yet they cut it, cut it down to where I only get garbage service once every other week. They brought it down from, from every week to once every other week. That they increase the price. So no, no, I'm no, I'm not going to be a garbage snitch. <laughs> All right, I'm just saying. So there you go. They sell dead raccoons in L.A., the city of dreams. What's your dream? Next up, to avoid wrinkles, a woman by the name of Tess Christian has trained herself to never smile. Yes, indeed, she is so afraid of getting facial wrinkles that she has not smiled in over forty years. Wow, sounds like a real yes. hoot. She sounds like she is just the coolest chick. She sounds like she'd be a blast at parties, right? I'm sure. Uh, so Tess Christian has trained herself to avoid facial expressions to maintain her youthful appearance. So she recently has made headlines over her claim that she has not smiled nor laughed for over 40 years, even when her child was born. 
all in an effort to prevent getting wrinkles. And what's that got her out of that? Well, she has a youthful appearance, apparently. Uh, in the story from the UK, Tess Christian explains that she trained herself at a young age to avoid laughter and smiling, uh, even at the birth of her daughter, so she could preserve her good looks, because clearly that's the most important thing to her. <laughs> and what is, yeah, what has that done for her, preserving that? What she has she gotten a, out of life? She has a creepy-looking face, so someone just posted it in the chat, and we'll, we'll post it on... Well, yeah, she looks like a serial killer because she never smiles. Because she She's never, never smiled. She's never smiled in her life. No, she smiled when she was younger. All right, so let me give you a little background on wrinkles, Greg. Wrinkles are caused by a number of factors, both environmental and genetic, but one of the primary causes is repeated movement of the facial mu- uh, muscles in the form of smiling or frowning. Now, you can use Botox, because uh, that blocks the signals from the nerves to the muscles, uh, which makes them wrinkle, uh, the wrinkles relax and soften. However, Tess Christian sees her approach as safer and more natural than this procedure. Yes, because never smiling or laughing is so <laughs> natural. Uh, Tess Christian. What an enjoyable life. Tess Christian. I feel bad for her child. Are you kidding me? Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah she's she got a kid. She gave birth to a kid. And she's never smiled and she's at the never child. Smiled at the child. <laughs> that's gonna smiled be smiled or laughed. That's gonna be one fucked up kid. Yeah, you think? Wow. Um. Yeah. So Tess Christian said, "Yes, I am vain and want to remain youthful. My strategy is um is more natural than Botox and more effective than any expensive beauty cream or facial you can get." Uh, she said she she claims to have learned her stony faced ways from going to a, a strict Catholic high school when she was growing up, where children were often warned to wipe that smile off their faces. By the time she was older, she said the somber expression was an easy habit to keep. Oh my! This is the saddest thing ever. Um, somebody else is also practicing trying to give up smiling. An American shitbag. What woman do you think in American pop culture right now has said the statement? That she avoids smiling and laughing because it causes wrinkles. Um, what self-involved, talentless hack has built an empire on her looks? Talentless. Talentless. Unless you call getting peed on Kardashian? a Kardashian? Yes. Kim Kardashian... Has also said that she avoids smiling and laughter because it causes wrinkles. Which is why when reporters ask her to smile, she rarely does. Well, probably being married to Kanye helps that. <laughs> Can All you right. imagine what it's like being in a room with that guy? Oh my god, no. Like actually, like, like hanging out with him? No. That just sounds awful. I read the funniest headline about Kanye today on FARC. I'm trying to pull it up right now. About uh, how Kanye West is saying how he's like the next John Lennon. That's what he keeps telling everybody, <laughs> which is the Wow, way- dude. Okay. Yeah, so that's what he's going around saying. Here, wait, I'm pulling this up right now. And uh, it says, all right, <laughs> so this is what it said in this. It says, Kanye West John says- Lennon, huh? Kanye West is claiming to be the next John Lennon. Let's see. He's married to an insufferable harpy with no real talent, and he's an overrated musician who owes his success to people with more talent. Sounds about right. (laughs) (laughs) That made me laugh out loud today. I have to say, Fark sometimes nails it out of the park. All right, this made me laugh. So, of course, if you're 808 and heartbreak is pretty much the same thing as Imagine. I mean, that's right up there. I'm starting to understand now. Yeah, the the comparison, right? (laughs) Um, All right, so if you've ever been to Amsterdam... Uh, Netherlands. Okay. Well, you know, you at least you know about this that they uh, that you can smoke weed there. Yes. The, the, that marijuana is illegal or is legal there. They have the cafes and everything. However, they have the the red light district too. Don't they, they do have the red light district. Yeah, I've heard of that too. It's very interesting. 
It's weird. Oh walking yeah, by. you took a stroll down the red light district. I did take a stroll down the red light district because um, all they'll have a lot of the um, prostitutes in the windows. Oh yeah, yeah. And so okay. they'll be like walking around. It is the strangest thing to look in the windows and see people for sale. Like they're sitting there at like table. Like I mean, you don't get tables. to take them home. Yeah, but they're for sale. They're they're for rent. They're for rent. All yeah. right, that's fair. That's fair. But it is strange to see them in the windows being like, oh, well, yeah, you can have sexual relations with that one right there. I like the way she's pretending to iron. All right. Okay. Not a, this isn't about the red light district. This is about weed. So uh, even in Amsterdam, there are limitations to how much weed you can grow. And this actually made me laugh. Police near Amsterdam had an easy time. Of course, it's snowy there at this time of the year. They had an easy time of zeroing in on a suspected marijuana grow house because it was the only block or it was the only house on the entire block whose roof was clear of snow and all of it had melted away. So oh, that's how the they've heat? Been, that's how they've been picking out the marijuana grow houses because of the heat from the lamps to grow the uh. weed. So Amsterdam, pretty smart. So they they tweeted out a photo of the roof and asked residents to report if they see any other roofs that don't have snow on them because Shit. that's how you can tell when there is a weed operation in there. I just thought, oh, and it's illegal to have more than five pot plants per house huh. in the Amsterdam. All right. So there you go. Finally, there is something that exists called the Divorce Hotel. Ew. Now, this is a thing. It's, it's actually kind of neat. So this is a place that has been created to fit the entire process of a divorce into a weekend where you can go to a weekend with the person you you go in on a Friday you're married you can leave on Sunday being completely divorced from them so it's a divorce hotel <laughs> oh okay yeah so it's aimed to fit the entire process of a divorce into a weekend wait and a marriage though wait you go there you no, marry you them there, and then no 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 like you're married like you're you're going there you're and like previously you're previously married you're married and you want to get a divorce you want it to be amicable you want it to be fast you have $5000 to spend you go to the divorce hotel you can go to the divorce hotel it has a spa it's a spa and resort why do you want to go to a spa and resort though with the person that you're going to be divorcing i mean i get there's those kind of divorces where you know it's very amicable and it's like oh okay you know we're we're moving on separately I know that happens, but I'm going to say that's a pretty rare, that's a pretty low percentage. They're raking it in, though. So the program costs $5,000 for the weekend, and uh, there's a $700 an hour fee for the divorce lawyer's time. Uh, so this is good for amicable divorces. Divorce Hotel claims the condensed schedule is cheaper than the traditional process, which can take months and rack up to $15,000 to $20,000 in fees. Yeah, I'm, well, yeah, I mean, that, and that's true. So it has independent mediators who are at the hotel. So you can go there. You can. It's a spa. It's a salon. You can go and get pampered all weekend, sit, have drinks, fill out all of your paperwork. With, with the other person? So you're staying with yeah, them? Yeah, you can depend. No, no, you have separate rooms. You get separate rooms. And um, so there are independent mediators who facilitate the divorce. And they'll sit there and, well, you know, there are, like, shows and stuff they put on. You can sit there and sign your divorce contract as everything's happening. And then at the end, on Sunday, you're given your certificate of divorce and you're sent on your merry way. All within two days. I don't, I just don't think that would work for me. Well, it's not right for everybody's situation. Well, of course, it wouldn't be... This week, if there wasn't one more story about Fifty Shades of Grey, which Scott <laughs> Daly had to see yesterday. Oh, yes, I know. I'm I hoping th- that on, on Geek in the City next week, he's going to get him a full report. But I did follow on Twitter. I got to see him after it 
that thing ripped his spirit out. <laughs> he was not. He was a shell of a man when I saw him. Oh, that's so great. All right. Well, the Brits, British firefighters are braced for a spike in calls over bondage mishaps over the release of the movie of uh, Fifty Shades. Of I will Grey be so weekend. happy when this goes away forever. I know. What is funny is. It's like Britain is very, very nervous about this whole thing. I mean, they were the ones that are, like, educating all of their hardware store employees. (laughs) They're the ones that have, like, all of the sex toy mishaps. And now the London Fire Brigade has made an announcement saying they're bracing themselves for a sudden spike in bondage mishaps thanks to the theatrical (laughs) How dumb are these people? I don't know. I thought, you know, British folk were supposed to be, like, smart. I mean, I guess they are, but, I mean, maybe they're not... uh, sexually adventurous and so Britain is, a, is afraid I mean, that people are just going to start like choking themselves to death yeah that's what I mean like what are they going to be doing I I don't know uh, so the British Fire Brigade says that it's uh, that they've been called to awkward situations before such as when a man got his penis uh, stuck in a penis ring they call it penis ring that's cute if it doesn't fit don't put it in there that is the word of advice that they give is that what it says, yeah, really? Yeah, or when another man got his genitals stuck inside of a vacuum cleaner. A, never, don't do that. How dumb do you have to be? Why would you Why would you do that? Why would you? I mean, you okay. You were a little boy, but once. I'm sure that no. every guy would have thought, like, just for a second, like, could it? No. <gasps> no. Are you telling me? In a vacuum cleaner? No, that's terrifying. In, a, in one of the tubey parts? Hell no. I would think that every guy would have thought of I'd that. I'd be afraid to rip it right off. I've seen a lot of horror movies. No, hell no. Even no. when you were younger and less educated, you no. don't think that you would have tried to... Absolutely not. No. I have never... If you're asking me that question, no. I have never, ever tried to do that. Ever. I'm surprised. Why I'm, would you be surprised about that? I don't know, because I figured you would be the kind of kid that might want try to have sex with the vacuum cleaner. I don't even know how to respond <laughs> to that question. I figured that's what every boy did. I don't think you have any clue what it's like to be to be a male. <laughs> I don't. I don't have a penis. Or other male characteristics. It's a, something I prefer having attached to me, and I don't <laughs> want it damaged. You don't want it sucked by a vacuum cleaner. All right. Anyway. Complete that sentence. I know. I didn't. I'm not going <laughs> to leave that hanging. Shut up. Oh, my God. All right, so fans of the erotic novel, um, in this Valentine's Day, 50, Sh- 50 Shades of Grey fans have been warned to use common sense when they become a little more adventurous after seeing the movie with our sexual escapades. Dave Brown, third... O- I've transitioned to my British accent. Dave Brown, third officer of the London Fire Brigade, says, The Fifty Shades effect seemed to spike handcuff incidents, so are hoping filmgoers will use common sense and avoid leading themse- leaving themselves red-faced. Uh, the spokesman, I can't do that more. The spokesman also added, our advice is simple. If the penis ring doesn't fit, don't force it on. As well as being painful, you can end up wasting emergency service and you'll have to call us out and we'll have to see you and it'll be quite embarrassing for yourself. So uh, not only is it embarrassing that firefighters have to launch a search, search and rescue mission for your genitals, now you know that they will resent you for it. What? I... Are they just drastically underestimating... Jake, Jake in the chat says Fifty Shades of Grey would have been a shorter book and movie if there was vacuum fucking. <laughs> oh! And for the wind, nipples totally nailed it. I bet Kenny has boinked a shop back before. I could see Kenny. Kenny was totally a kid that tried to have sexual relations know. with a vacuum. Maybe. I want to text him and find out. 
And the thing I love about Kenny is he would totally be honest. If he did, be like, oh, yeah, I did that. You write him. I don't want to write him that. I'm not putting that in my text. (laughs) There you are, my friends. Be careful after you watch the shitty, shitty movie Fifty Shades of Grey this weekend if you're fornicating. That, my friends, is your world crazy. Wow. This is just degraded immensely. (laughs) (sighs) All right. (laughs) Can we... Now you've just filled me full of terrible memories. Not memories. Ideas. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Who heard that Freudian slip? That's not what that that was supposed to be. Oh, my God. You're terrible. Terrible ideas. Terrible memories. Is this like the time when you accidentally called me? Accidentally called me fat and alcoholic? Is it like that? (laughs) I'm sorry. Your bad memories are coming back. (laughs) <laughs> One, you've started the show off trying to make me sound crazy. <laughs> I don't mean and now to you're giving these terrible memories. mental images. I've been full of word slip-ups all week long. No, I swear on everything, no, there are no memories of anything now like that. Now you're like over-swearing about it. Yeah, like, no, because no, I accidentally I did that. <laughs> now it sounds super believable because you keep saying you didn't do it. Let's move on to ball talk. I'm gonna I'm gonna mute you through this entire episode. <laughs> I don't think that's the way it works. I can edit. <laughs> uh, didn't mean to dredge up the past, Greg. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> oh I'm Greg Niblet. Let's talk balls. Balls. All right, just uh, there's there's really only a couple of things in ball talk, and mainly I'm doing this because I want to play a certain song. I'm just going to admit that right from the start. Okay, but uh, there is some some news of concern for Cleveland Cavaliers fans. Yes, your hero and savior, LeBron James, maybe opting out of his contract. Uh oh. It's not going as well as he thought? Not going quite as well as he thought. Uh, they oh, they played Miami yesterday, didn't they? I don't know, to be honest. Yeah, I um, saw a little bit of it, him going up against Bosch. Okay, well, um, that that might be going on. The, the game is not going as well as they thought it would for uh, for LeBron this year. In that, you know, he's back to, back with Cleveland for the very first time in Because that's where he years. said he wanted to retire, that's right? That's where he said he wanted to retire. Now he may be opting out of his deal However, it might be for a good reason, because he can make a whole crap load of more money. So if he opts out and then re-signs with Cleveland, then he might be able to make a whole bunch more money. Oh, so he's not leaving the NBA. He just is not... He wouldn't be leaving the NBA. He's okay. not probably going to leave Cleveland, but he will be opting out of the contract, which will lead to a whole bunch of speculation over the summer, whether or not he's going to leave the team. Huh. Yes. So it's a, it's speculation... As to whether or not he's going to make wants to make more money, he will probably be re-signing with the team. But under the contract rules, he can make more money. Yeah, I saw him playing last night. It was kind of because it, it's the first time I've seen him playing against his old team. You know, because he was against Bosch, and uh, yeah, I think they at least the part I saw they were just killing the Cavaliers. That's good. I know it was great. Yeah. All right. Well, moving on to ball talk. There's that. Uh, LeBron also signing another deal with Disney. 
to get a full season of his television show. So the television show that he has uh, been creating is uh, now going to go for a full season. It's one where it's basically it's for kids who they, they tell the story of star athletes and different kinds of stars and how they became okay. successful and then kids get inspired from oh, it. Oh, so it's an inspirational story. I like those. Yes. Well, that's what it is. He's getting an entire television series of that. Moving on to ball talk. Like I said, it's, it's short balls today. We're playing small balls. So the NBA All-Star Game is this weekend. Oh, boy, howdy. The NBA All-Star Game, and there's been a lot of uh, a lot of replacements to the All-Star teams. Now, the top five players for each team, for the West and the East, are voted on by fans. Usually, they are only about 25% correct in that. A lot of times, like Kobe Bryant getting voted in, even though he has hardly played this year. Mm-hmm. Dwayne Wade getting voted in, even though he's hardly played this year. Uh, different things like that. So, But then the rest of the teams are decided by the coaches. So the other seven players on each team, the coaches pick. However, there's been a whole bunch of injuries. Blake Griffin will not be playing due to a staff infection. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's gross. Kobe's not playing because he hasn't played all year. But Do you think fans- it was? I think it was an NBA conspiracy because everyone was getting so up in arms about Damian Lillard not getting in. Somebody had to take one for the team. No, I don't think Somebody so. Somebody gave Blake Griffin staff infection. I'm going to be honest. I think that's people in Portland who would think that. I, I think Damian Lillard is very good. I don't think the rest of the but NBA. But I saw national stories they are. talking yeah, about he, it. He did. You know, yeah. he, he got a little bit, uh, you know, a little snubbed for sure. But it's not like the other players are all terrible. Kevin Durant should have been in there. That's that's one thing. Yeah. However, uh, Kobe Bryant, Blake Griffin not playing, which allowed in DeMarcus Cousins and Damian Lillard will be playing. Now Anthony Davis, who was voted uh, to be one of the starters on the West side and deservedly so. I'll say he's he's very, very good. He is not going to be playing in the game now. Because of that, they have announced his replacement, which will be Dirk Nowitzki. Dirk Nowitzki, the German Moses. Dirk Nowitzki will be appearing in his 13th NBA All-Star game. A lot of people thought uh, some other players should have got it ahead of him. However, Dirk is Dirk. is Dirk. Dirk's a pretty damn good player. And in honor of that, we are going to play just a little bit of a song. This is from a German man by the name of Flula. Oh, Flula's your favorite. Flula is awesome. If you've he never followed awesome. Flula on YouTube... He's this German guy who, he's just bizarre. And now he's going to be in the new Pitch Perfect movie. He's in that movie now. He's I remember when actor. you were so excited about that. You are like, that's in the new Pitch Perfect movie. Yes, indeed. And he's playing a German. Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dirk Nowitzki, the German Moses. The German Moses. His name is Steer. He plays basketball. He's a maverick. He's a shooter like Larry Bird. He can shoot a three-pointer or dunk a good one on you. He plays good like an iPod. He's like the German Moses. 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 Some 
That is Flula with Dirk. Dirk Nowitzki, the German Moses. I love that song. I love Flula. Actually, if you watch some of Flula's stuff, it is it is actually pretty damn good. I was actually just singing Beard Sanity. Beard Sanity. Beard Sanity. Yes, Flula has a number of number of hits. DJ Flula. You can find him on YouTube. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. The German Moses. Dick. Dick. Novinsky. Yes, indeed. All right, um, there we go. So what are you up to today, Greg? You got some stuff to do? Yes, indeed. Uh, this afternoon, I will be recording a new episode of Trends with Benefits by Digital Trends. Awesome. Um, actually, yeah, if, uh, a lot of people may not know that I do this on the side. Why don't you talk about it? I host and produce a show for digitaltrends.com, which they're a tech review website, really great site based here out of Portland. And they've got a podcast that um, that we do called Trends with Benefits. It's done once a week. It's on iTunes. It's That's on, very catchy. Uh, digitaltrends.com slash podcasts and you can send in tech questions to have them so it's kind of like a roundtable thing I definitely suggest uh, giving it a listen it, they've got a whole bunch of experts it's fun it's it's just kind of goofy and uh, but they will answer your tech questions so send in emails to podcast at digitaltrends.com podcast at digitaltrends.com if you send those in there then we'll pick one question a week and answer whatever your tech question is. Awesome. Yes. We only work in puns. Have you noticed that? Yeah, and I didn't even pick that name. Like I, I helped start this thing. That was their pick for the name. So between Fun Employment Radio and Sportlandia and trends now with, trends with benefits. It is, yeah. That is pretty it's pretty much only puns. Awesome. So yes. Send in an email. All right, tomorrow, nine AM. The release of Nightmare at Nibblers. So it will be available at funemploymentradio.com slash store. You can go to our website right now and you can see a trailer uh, just on the front page there. And we'll have the store thing updated at some point here today. You can also find it on Facebook, facebook.com slash funemploymentradio. Watch the trailer. You'll see what it's what it's all about. It's basically my worst nightmare, literally, on every <laughs> on every kind of uh, every kind of level. Because it's the inside of my house. It's the inside. Of, it's exposing you in so many ways. It's showing whether or not I'm crazy, psychologically, or maybe or not, or, physically. Or maybe I'm haunted. So all of that's available right there. Ugh. By the way, let me just tell you really quick that Greg is playing through the pain today. He's having some horrible throat problems. Yes, I am. And you're doing great. It sucks. I know. But um, you're doing good. Stop drinking coffee. It's not making yeah, it better. Yeah, I'll have the coffee. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's awful. I've got something going on. Anyway. All right, you did good. Here, drink some bubble water. <clears throat> yeah, well. Uh, also, don't forget to get, get your taxes done at H&R Block. Heck yeah. H&R Block, of course, over on 27th and Sandy here in Portland is the office that we go to where we go see Gilbert. Gilbert is badass. But you can see anybody. We love Gilbert. But, yep, yeah, but, um, I mean, Gilbert, if you're here in town, that would Absolutely, be the yeah. way to go. So uh, his number is 503-231-8888. You can give uh, Gilbert a call there at H&R Block and get your taxes taken care of. And he awesome. does out-of-state taxes, too. So yep. that's, that's also a good thing. All right. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. You guys are awesome. Yes. Awesome. And send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. We will be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. .com. Bye, guys. Bye. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.